Seven days. Footy is back. Seven. Oh, fuck. No, March the 7th. (laughs) (laughs) So... Bad maths is yeah. back. <laughs> uh, like 12 or 13 days or something. Anyway, it's back very soon. And we're stoked. Stoked to have it back on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, let's go straight into NBA. <laughs> Episode 18, we're, we're straight into it with the NBA. First of all, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about your week. Tell us a little bit about myself. I like yeah, long so. walks um, on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like maths <laughs> and learning Croatian um, and it's opposite day. Well, this is the podcast for you. <laughs> Alright, what do we got for NBA? It was really um, a shorter week uh, with the All-Star weekend wrapping up last week. So yeah, there was only like three or four days of games, so not too much has happened. But you've got a little story that's close to my heart, mate. Do you want to break it for us? Yeah, the news broke early after we recorded last week when Jock Vaughan was announced that he's been dismissed as the Nets coach, so... Thoughts and prayers are with Jock. Um, if you know his cousin Strap, you <laughs> cheap. That is cheap. Um, but yeah, I don't think this is too much of a surprise, is it? Old Jock getting the uh, boot. Nah, I don't think so. Um, nor do I really think it's completely his fault. Um, the way we've played this year, but um. Tends to be the way when you got nothing else really to blame. The, the coach is the one to go. So yeah, I think I think just based on needing a big shake up and a change, it's probably the right decision to make. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose and, once yeah. trade periods ended and your players are set, they're not going to make too many more changes, and the the coach would be the first one to go. Yeah, and look, I didn't. I, I liked him. I, I liked. Um, I liked his presence. He, he was. And the way he he spoke, um, he was very very candid coach. I like that about him. And he had that iconic bald head, big beard look. <laughs> he loved that. He um, did like that. But yeah, um, excited to see who we bring in. We've got just an assistant coach now as the interim, right? Yeah, I don't think there's been any official change at the helm other than the assistant stepping up. So I don't know if they'll be looking to get someone more permanent in or if they'll stick with the assistant until end of season and go from there. I don't think you're going to be challenging for much this year, so maybe just give the assistant it till the end of the season. Yeah, I think that'll be the way to go. Maybe a little play at getting Steve Nash back. What do you reckon? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that went much better than Jock, which, again, I don't think these are the coaches' problems necessarily. I think they need to fix some of their roster issues uh, before big changes can be made, but there you go. What do I know, mate? Not a lot, (laughs) um, but but we're there together, mate. (laughs) Um, 
anything else in NBA. <laughs> There's not not, really. not a whole lot. Like I said it was a shorter week. Uh, there are a few talking points, I suppose. Uh, I think Simmons is injured again. Don't know the the ins and outs of that, but again, not a surprise. Um, did you see Banch's winner against? I think it was the Pistons the other day. Hit, no, I didn't. Hit a late sort of long two over that Jalen Durant got fouled and and hit the free throw and that won him the game with those points. And he was super emotional after the game, crying in the press conference. And I don't know, it, it seemed like a weird one. But I guess he was just really happy. But I did want to take a moment to appreciate Banch. I think he's had a really good year. Um, yeah. Not easy second year. I feel like it's easy to hit a slump. Yeah. Like less hype around you and stuff. But he's been quietly going about his business and really developing as a young star in the league. So props to him. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's some reason behind being so emotional. I think um, you know he made all star team this year and he's probably just really proud of how he's been performing. So fair play to him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, props to him. He's having a great year and carrying the Magic, who are having an equally good year. So obviously correlation there. But that was one thing I noticed. And then the other was uh, there's a bit of a brawl in the Heat game against the Pelicans and five players ended up with suspensions. Um, oh, yeah, I did see this. Yeah, I don't know if you saw much about that. But yeah, I don't know who exactly has been suspended. I think it's... Alvarado, Jovic, Butler, Brian, and Najee Marshall, maybe. I think McCollum as well, no? I don't think so, no. He was just injured earlier in the game. Uh, I was going to say, because he didn't play today, but okay. But yeah, a bunch of players ejected and technical fouls, and yeah, there was a bit of a funny breakout in that one. I saw Jimmy Butler had posted a funny picture of him and Jovic as the bad boys cover yeah if if i didn't see it like my and if you asked me who my money is on who would have started the fight it would have been on jovic 100 percent. jovic yeah why he's i don't know he's 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 a bit of a bit of a nutcase no he's He's like a little smart he's a smiling assassin like he I, i think like he's got Botox in his like lips he's just got a constant smile he looks like the most placid dude to be fair Nah, there's nah, there's a bit of a sinisterness about him, I think. <laughs> sinisterness. Is that, if that's a word. But yeah, there was that. So there's a few one-game and three-game suspensions handed out. I don't think it will have much significance, but funny to see that. Um, other headlines, Trey Young to miss four weeks with a, a hurt hand, I believe. So big loss for the Hawks. Mm. I feel like they're right on the brink of whether they're going to make playoffs or that play-in, so that's quite a big out. Probably happy they didn't trade Deontay Murray now. I think they got a win today, though. Did they? I didn't see much today. You were the NBA man. Let me just double check that, because that could be <laughs> totally wrong. Um, go on. No, they did. Go. They beat Magic today, so you, yeah, you're so. on the money, mate. Um, I just want to mention... Carry on. Oh, actually, I don't want to mention it anymore. Nice. Um, I was going to say... Very good start for, for our big bet that we went on last week. Yeah, then, yep. But then I just saw that Blazers lost again, and it's not looking great anymore. Well, but let's let's Raptors talk about that. Right. Yeah, Raptors have picked up and found some form, which is handy again for the bet and for their season in general. Portland are on an eight-game losing streak. 
It's that's... rubbish. It is what? really hard to watch. Yep. I don't know if you agree, and you're a Blazers fan, so you should have you know good insight. I don't know Can if I that... want that on the record, to be honest, <laughs> the way we're playing. <laughs> How pivotal is Malcolm Brogdon to that team? <laughs> I think nah, Dame Lillard was really pivotal to that <laughs> to this team, and I think we're fucked without him. Nah, nah. Like in all seriousness, every time I see Malcolm Brogdon out of the team, I'm like, nah. Yeah, no chance. Nah. Every time he's in it, there seems to be they they play well and they have a chance. He obviously offers a lot of ball control. Um, so yeah, I guess Brogdon is very important. But, yeah, it doesn't help that we've had a lot of outs in general. Scoot's missed every other game. Simons is out every other game. Grant's in and out of the team. So there's just a lot of inconsistencies with injuries. But we should not be down that far. Like, especially not losing eight in a row, things like that. It's not really... that The lineup that we have when everyone's fit is, is too good to be struggling that much. So Yeah, it is it is disappointing. And I genuinely thought they would... Yeah lift a bit more this year and Aiton's flying now too so it's just unfortunate that the rest of the team aren't aren't there with him because he's looking really good yeah no I agree um but we won't stick around on the Blazers because it's miserable stuff down the bottom there Boston Mm. eight game winning streak they've I mean they've never been out of form but they're just looking really good again so good on them Cavs had a bit of a slip I think they won today but they were, I don't know, they had a little yeah. run there of a few games where they looked a bit dodgy again. Mitchell, he was out for a couple of games. I think he's the, comes back in, they win again. So I think that's enough said about that. And Wizards, 11 game losing streak. Fucking, I, I really don't like the Wizards. I know, they, they're another one. I don't think they should be as bad as they are, but they're absolutely rubbish. They're just like, Actually, really bad to watch. Yeah, yeah, they like, are terrible to watch. And they, sh- like you said, they shouldn't be. They don't have a bad list, but no, they look like they're players who've never played basketball before. Sometimes they're another one who who actually went on a little run of being very close and right in games, but not winning many. And now mm. they're just back to getting pumped again. So yeah, not fun for the Wizards. But yeah, anyway. Other than that, it was just a yeah, pretty standard week of NBA. Yeah, we're right in that part of the season now where it's um, some teams, I guess, are starting to realise they're not going to contend for anything. Yeah. So they're starting to drop off. That period just before All-Star and just after All-Star is a real lull, isn't it? Yeah, it's a miserable one. Um, so, yeah, hope we're doing it justice. <laughs> All right, should we... Uh... Move on out of here now. Give us more time that's for uh, AFL. Yeah, that's it. We're on to bigger and better things. So now, after mentioning AFL, we're going into creation word of the week. <laughs> and it's Bolter. Is he Croatian? <laughs> yeah, I think he is. <laughs> He's half Croatian. Bolter doesn't sound super Croatian, does it? Uh, no. What do you want it to be? Baltic? Baltic, yeah. That'd be good. No, Noah's not very <laughs> Croatian as well. No, great arc. Great arc. <laughs> they should call that dog in the arc, Noah. You know the one, that <laughs> <Yeah>. meme? 
<laughs> the one I always show I'm from, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, creation mode of the week. I um, currently am house-sitting at my uh, lovely auntie's house and I'm tending to a garden. Oh, um, very nice. Trustworthy yeah. set of hands. Yeah, it's... I, I did not anticipate how hard gardening was <laughs> and how much fucking shit she has to water. What she anyway, got? What she got in the oh, old every, garden? Everything. Yeah, right. Some, yeah, eggplants. And that's it. Add it to your CV, mate. Everything. Add it to your CV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gardening uh, connoisseur. <laughs> but, um, and I forget why I brought that up. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not with Did, not with P Did there. Um, so he's not going to make an appearance on the podcast today, unfortunately. Nah. Okay. But last week he gave me a word, um, and uh, that is the word we're going to use today. So, uh, where is it? Yeah. So the word today, given by the great P. Did there is, and I feel like oh wait, I'll say the word first. Bez, <laughs> Bez Kuchnik. Bez Kuchnik. See. <laughs> See, some of these, they just sound a bit Russian. Is there? They're very similar languages, yeah. Are they? Yeah. I didn't think they would be. Bezkuchnik. 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 Give us a clue there, mate. I know you're dying to tell me. The clue is, I feel personally attacked by this word. It feels like he was giving me a clue (laughs) when he gave me this word. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um uh some Bez Bez means without. Oh, uh, without a home? Homeless? <laughs> Is it homeless? How did you know? <laughs> oh, that oh, was a good clue. That's I thought the clue was vague enough that you wouldn't get it, but you fucking nailed it. Bez Kuchnik. <laughs> that is you, isn't it? <laughs> Bez Kuchnik, yeah, homeless or not this week, trans- mate. Not this week. Not this week, yeah. Direct translation person with no home. Yeah, right. Um, That's a good one. Wait, wait until your auntie comes back and finds that you're just staying. What do you mean? You, you don't. Oh, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I ain't fucking leaving. <laughs> what are they called squatting rights when you're in there? You <laughs> fuck off, you. Take your tomatoes with you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll be having a word with PD there. I feel like that was very passive aggressive. I love mate. that. Yeah. Love that. That's mm. good on him. When are you gonna find a house, you little fucker? <laughs> um. All right. So that's this week's question word of the week. All right, mate. Easy one. Easy. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. We've spoken about it earlier, and it's back. It is. EPL! (laughs) (laughs) Matt, I hope you're listening. Drum roll, please. Uh, Again, we'll keep it short, sharp and sweet. But before I get into it, I just wanted you to rank these titles. Just a pre-ranking rankings. (laughs) Premier League, Champions League, FA Cup, and Carabao Cup, mate. Where would Carabao, you put those? Carabao, right at the top. <laughs> Fuck right off. Right at the top. 
Mate. If you've, it's an absolute Mickey Mouse of a trophy. This and week, fair play to you, you've won it. This week, I forgot to mention, we're not going into EPL. It's, this is the Carabao <laughs> Cup segment, completely dedicated <laughs> to the unbelievable win by Liverpool yeah. against Chelsea. Just another trophy. Add it to the list, mate. And then we can do, do you want to compare the cups with Chelsea again? Oh, you've probably got one more now. Yeah, I think we definitely do. Good you beat math. your biggest <laughs> rivals in a final. Fuck it now. Mate, what a win. We literally with our academy team. No, genuinely. The red stuff you put on toast. What is it? I don't put ketchup on my toast, <laughs> mate. It's a bit weird. Absolute jam city. <laughs> Mate, we scored a goal that got cancelled about five minutes after it happened. <laughs> so we had <laughs> we had bloody conspiracies against us. Was it a bit of a VAR jobby? Yeah, and like it wasn't offside either. Anyway, <laughs> he wasn't offside. He wasn't offside. <laughs> it was like Endo who was putting on a block, and apparently he was offside, but he wasn't. It's so weird. I don't understand. Anyway, we won't get into that. But Van Dyke scored it, a great, great header from a, from a set piece. Um, and that was like in the first half, I believe. And then the game finished nil all, went into extra time. And then the 118th minute, so in the last two minutes of the game, we got a corner and the big captain, Verge Van Dyke, steps up again, scores another header from a corner. And this time wasn't denied and we win the game with it. It was, yeah. Fairy tale stuff. It's a good win, to be fair. Even as a United fan, I can accept that. It's a good win with your, your resis. Yeah, lots of injuries. Um, so, yeah, we had to make a few changes in the squad. But, yeah, bloody hell. We've, it's exciting to see such young players come in and do so well. So, so who, who didn't play? Salah, did he play? Salah's, Salah didn't play. Um, Alexander-Arnold didn't play. Um Sobberslai didn't play, Jota didn't play, Nunes yeah, didn't play. Jesus. Yes, the list goes on. few outs. I saw the Gravenbeck tackle as well, the, the big tackle on him. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. So he's potentially out for a bit now too. That was nasty there. Yeah. Um, and he's been... Yeah, that's what's been great about us this year. We've had so many injuries, but our depth players have just stepped in and, and been amazing. And like Endo, what a signing he's been. yeah. Cheap too. You think very, you nearly you've dodged the bullet of Caicedo really well, to be fair. A hundred percent. Yeah, it ended up being right in your favour that he didn't want to come over from from uh, Brighton to and chose Chelsea and ends up yeah losing the final. So yeah, and Endo Endo potentially signing of the year like for any team. Just yeah, he's playing much greater than his price tag suggests. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, much needed consistency in the middle of the park. And how good's that Bradley? Mate, unreal. Com- and very versatile as well. Can play him anywhere. Yeah. But, but honestly, I think a much better option at right back than Alexander-Arnold. I think defensively, he's way more sturdy. Mm. Yeah, obviously there's always that liability element with Alexander-Arnold at right back. Great yeah. going forward, not so great defensively. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, fair play to you. I I don't love Liverpool, but I think um, I respect you winning that with such a, a I don't know, undermanned team. 
Yeah, thanks, mate. No, I'm yeah, very proud and good signs for the future. So hopefully we get some boys back soon because we've got a very big game against City not this week, next week. Yeah, there is some... I was going to say City have to play you and Arsenal, which is just great for for the neutral because that's mm. obviously going to have a big outcome on the title race. And I wanted to touch on Arsenal. Arsenal playing unreal at the moment. I'll recap the results shortly, but Arsenal, uh, they sort of bottled it last year and it looks like they're not going to repeat that this year. So um, may have already learnt from last year's mistakes, but it's mm. going to go right down to the wire at the title race, which is, again, great for the neutral. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll recap the games. Uh, Luton beat, uh, lost to Liverpool. That was on Thursday last week. Obviously, you played in the final, so you snuck that in beforehand. Mm-hmm. Palace with their new manager, which I'll briefly mention. Hodgson out. He still doesn't know it. He's probably still showing up to Hodgson games. Hodgson out of the team or out of it? <laughs> he's, he's cooked. <laughs> <laughs> he's, we shouldn't be making jokes about it. Right? <laughs> I genuinely think he's got a medical issue he needs to tend to. He left because he said he's not sure why he's been here anyway when he's still manager of Liverpool. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a bloke called Oliver Glasner has replaced him at Crystal Palace. Um, most recently at Frankfurt, a few jobs in Germany and Austria. Won his first game 3-0. So good start at uh, the helm. Yeah. Burnley continue their struggles. Villa beat Forest 4-2. Good win for them. Brighton drew with Everton one all. King of draws, both those teams. Mm, so you yeah. saw that coming. Bournemouth narrowly lost to City 1-0. Yeah. Again, keeps the pressure on. If you're a City fan, Arsenal beat Newcastle 4-1 and yeah, just flying. looking. Win. Yeah, you and them are probably the most informed sides after United lost to Fulham 2-1. Their first win at Old Trafford since 2009. Sorry, mate. I, I really want to be nice considering how nice you were about Liverpool today. But I couldn't help but grin a little bit. <laughs> we, we were <laughs> fucking dog shit. And it doesn't have... We have similar boats to you. Lots of injuries. But um, it doesn't explain the performance being as bad as that. But it is frustrating. Hoyland's now out for a few weeks. We play City next week. Would have been nice to have a bit more of a full strength team, but there you go. We play like that against City, we'll get absolutely whacked. That must be frustrating with Hoyland going out after finally finding some form. Yeah, Hoyland, yeah, obviously six games on the bounce he scored, started to really look like a, a dangerous striker and is now out. So, And we didn't sign a backup striker, which highlights that even more. We've we started yeah, some who, some who lad. Play there now? Just a young Rashford guy. shit there, but we played Forson, Amari Forson or something his name is. Wasn't great, to be honest. Just an academy product. Yeah, okay. But big shoes to fill. Um and yeah, that's kinda it really. That was that was it for uh EPO. You've got West Ham Brentford tomorrow at seven AM. Oh, Wolves also beat Chef United, which there was a little bust up in that between two Chef United players. So between two Chef United players. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was after a goal, but they were sort of getting into each other, a couple of strikes to each other's torso. Yeah, right. Um, we've seen players sent off for that, but I don't think either of them were sent off. 
But it just shows you when you're down there and struggling, it just, I don't know, nothing's easy, not even speaking to your mate on the field. Wasn't there like a famous incident? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Lee Bowyer and yeah, Kieran, Kieran Dyer both got sent off. That's right, yeah. For a little melee on the field. Yeah, that was yeah, full on. That's funny to watch. Um, yeah. Unreal. But yeah, we'll, we won't stick too long in EPL again. Not not loads happen this week. Liverpool's still top with 60 points. City second, 59. Arsenal third, 58. Villa fourth, 52. Tottenham, 47. They're just sort of lingering around. Man U looking like we're out of the top four race at this stage. I thought you were going to say, out the title race, I think you were out of it. I think, yeah. (laughs) I think we've been out of that a little while, unfortunately. Um, Down at the bottom, you've got Chef United lingering bottom of the table on 13, followed by Burnley 13 as well. See you later, boys. See ya. Just just send them down now. Luton, third bottom on 20. Everton crawl out with 21. They got their draw, so... Just a point outside. Yeah, uh, it's going to be one, uh, probably a two-horse race, that last relegation spot, eh? Everton-Luton looks like it. Yeah, that's it. The way Man U are playing will be down there as well shortly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that is that all we got? Mate, you've mentioned it a few times. What are we going into? Nah, Finally. Nah, yeah, seriously, this time. What did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> Sucked in. Yes, what did you watch? Alex, we went to the cinemas this week. We did, not together. We were doing no more edging. (laughs) (laughs) Edged out. Um, We saw a kind of a sporty movie, I guess, isn't it? We saw The Iron Claw. Which tell us what it is about, Carmen? Oh, yeah, with with pleasure, mate. Kawhi this, Leonard. This one, hold on a sec, I'm just fucking lost yet. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, Ironclaw new movie. It's come out um, with with um, Zac Efron and the guy whose name is Kami in this show called The Bear. Um, <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> Great actor, great name in that show. Um, and yeah, it's about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And if you don't know what wrestling is, it's just an excuse for two blokes. <laughs> it's what your mum and dad were doing to produce you. <laughs> <laughs> two, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, and it's in a rig that is uh, held off by ropes. And lots of people watching on the outside and grunting. That's it. It's a very weird, weird sport. And it's weird that people love it, but it's scripted. Like, I I can't get my head around that, personally. Yeah, movies are generally scripted, mate. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, oh, are we talking about wrestling in general? <laughs> talking yeah. about you winning the Carabao Cup. <laughs> scripted. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, it told the story of the Von Erich brothers um, as they made history in the, the wrestling industry and the world of professional wrestling. And I actually am going to say I thought it was really good, the movie. I I don't know. I thought it was a far more emotional story than I was expecting. It's based mm. on a true story and the events of their family. So 
Um, I'm sure there's a bit of exaggeration at times, but yeah, generally true events. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I particularly like that scene where they were in the ring and they like <laughs> did that that wrestling move. Um, and I liked all the scenes where Zach Efron had his shirt off. <laughs> Really Which is most of the movie, to it's be most fair. Of the movie. Yeah, you haven't seen it, have you? I didn't see it. <laughs> you fucking know, man. Oh, fuck yeah! I was what, seeing how long it take to caught on. Yeah. I knew, I knew oh. from the moment I asked you earlier. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I yeah, it was yeah, caught up with shock. Another fucking wedding. And, um, yeah, I just didn't get time, unfortunately. Yeah, that's it, right. Look, if if it's any consolation, it looks good, and I want to see it. It was really good. Um, I would recommend it. It's quite an emotional story, which, again, I didn't realise. So um, prepare yourselves and strap in if you're going to watch it. Yeah, what without giving much away, why do you think it's emotional? What sort of themes... Does it center around? Um, family oh. tragedies, really. Okay. From from deaths to just relationships that aren't healthy. Yeah, okay. And yeah, just how that can affect a person's development and their mental health as they grow up. So I guess kind of triggering if you've got poor family sort of mental health, but tells a really important and interesting story. Um, and again, based on true events. So I think that makes it hit home that little bit more. Out of 10, Zach Efron's performance? It's a weird one. I think to be in the shape he was in is is fucking Oscar worthy. Like mm. to, to be under that physical sort of peak shape, he's uh, an absolute freak in it. Like, yeah, um, I, I've been told I'm sort of Oscar worthy. <laughs> at the moment my peak condition <laughs> but no he, I don't know his performance is really good but he doesn't have to display too much emotion and stuff in the movie like really he's kind of just an athlete that's a bit of a not to say he doesn't play a good role but without giving too much away he doesn't have to shed too much light emotionally yeah no I, I agree yeah <laughs> spot on mate but yeah, I would recommend it. Really good watch. I won't give anything away because Carmen's not seen it and I'm sure he will after this. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, after the next three weddings I have, I'll <laughs> lock it in my diary. That's it. Um, any picks for next week for us? Well, no, nah, I, I genuinely want to go watch that. Um, but obviously we won't be able to talk about that next week, so I didn't even need to bring that up. Um yeah, I don't know what. Uh, I don't know what's new and what's coming out. If there's any I, Netflix stuff or on Amazon Prime, there's and it's a completely different movie to what what this one was. But the movie with Jennifer Lawrence, No Hard Feelings. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. It's it looks trash, but I think that's why it's reviewable. Um, again, it's free on. Have you got Amazon? Can we yeah. watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it new? It came out, yeah, last year. So it's her getting into a relationship because the parents have paid her to get into a relationship and show this 
this young man oh, the Rhodes. Oh, I think I know that one. It it looks dog shit, so Yeah, and she's like like is she meant to be like a like a nanny, but she's like plays she's trying to seduce the young boys. Of sorts, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That sort of vibe. So I think that would be a good change of pace for us, but I'm open to suggestions. So Oh I like Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's great, so Oh uh, you'll like her and there's other there's some nude scenes, so um if that's what you're into. Mm, I like her for her performances, mate. I don't objectify her in that way. Good. Good stuff. Just Zach Efron then. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> men men need to be objectified, I think, now. <laughs> Turn the tables. But no, that's that's one that we could watch and it looks absolute rubbish. So it'd be interesting getting a review for that. Alright, yeah, let's do it. Alright. Well, um, Oh. Let's get on out of here. Oh, oh, is, is, it, it, is it time? Finally. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It doesn't get any better than that, champion. I'll tell you what. Get a big dog up, you Collingwood. You fucking deserve it. What did you... Nah. <laughs> it's AFL. We're into it. Oh, it's back. You said seven days. Probably closer to ten, but... You know, let's just keep the excitement rolling. Uh, I actually want to know how... Let me get my calendar up because I want to know how many days... I think it's 10 days today. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yeah, bang on, mate. My math, don't question. Well done. All right. What do we talk about? (laughs) There's that much to catch up on. I think we should start with the, the big headlines, which I have wrote in the agenda um, between busy shifts. I know you had the day off, so you couldn't add to the agenda for whatever reason, but you didn't. Um, Taron Thomas sacked, which is both good and bad news, I think. I like that the AFL have, have acted on this north in particular, have drawn a line in the sand. Just can I, I just want to use AFL speak. Um, Taron Thomas has been delisted. Okay, he's Not been sacked, delicious. Yeah. I thought he was sacked by North. Maybe yeah. I thought that was that was the headline I read. Maybe it's just alluding to the fact that you're talking about the player, yeah. Yeah. Well, generally, when they take a player off the list, they, it's called delisting. But there you go. Let us know what it's called anyway, uh, when you listen to this. But um, yeah, good news because I think he's been pretty inappropriate with women, and I think that deserves yeah. The punishment if not more really but um yeah good to see he won't be supported by the afl yeah i think that's just the first step of what needs to happen him you know having his playing time <clears throat> well being on a professional list rebuked but yeah um i think they did a lot as well north melbourne like they tried seemed like they tried to do yeah not right. his first offense we should add no 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 absolutely not and they tried their best with him try to um, I think they enrolled him in like certain classes, like to you know try and educate him on on his misbehaviour. And yeah, clearly it hasn't worked. So um, mm. I love I love the statement that they've made to just be like, nah, we're done with you. Um, to be fair, I think that's um, more important. Delisting players for that behaviour than well, this might be controversial, but drugs and stuff like that. I think players should and. I brought that up because of the whole Joel Smith thing, which is currently happening. 
Mm. Um, I think players deserve uh, more of a chance in that regard um, as opposed to these things. Um, so fair play to North Melbourne. No nonsense with that. And um, yeah, hopefully Taron Thomas still receives support outside of AFL and can... Yeah, yeah needs f- a lot of help, clearly, yeah. um, with this. So hopefully he's offered some support at least to have some therapy or attend some, I don't know, behaviour management courses. So um, it, doesn't look, it doesn't look great, does it? Because he's obviously been giving the best resources he can and mm. seems like he's chosen just not to to follow them which is which is unfortunate but yeah hopefully somewhere down the line something clicks but yeah yeah. let's we won't linger on that because i mean bloke's obviously a bit of a flog so um yeah we've said our piece on that the next thing much much more sad is uh brayshaw retiring angus yeah uh very upsetting news Uh, Mm. always upsetting to hear um players having to retire you know much before their due date um even sadder when it's when it's concussion related um yeah obviously becoming a a big thing in in afl and sport now um which is good i think that's a good thing overall 100 protecting people's welfare yeah it's just so sad to hear though that like it's not just he's being forced to retire like to prevent um you know further further damage there's going to be significant life changes for him now yeah yeah absolutely there's obviously this is the start of a different journey for him on his road to sort of recovery if that's possible with this mm. sort of concussion issues but yeah good to step away from the game of AFL I think yeah Sad, yeah. but the right decision was made. Um, obviously, had that hit with Maynard, was it, in the first game last year in the finals? Yeah. Um, which, again, that kind of... I know there was a lot of controversy around it at the time. Doesn't look any better now, given this has happened. Um, I know Melbourne fans be very upset about it. So, But yeah, wish Angus all the best in his next sort of steps. Yeah, and I'm just shattered. This is absolute lock for 20 touches, that bloke. Yeah, absolute jet. Always over under one hat. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny. Obviously wore it for a reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, good luck to, to Angus and the Melbourne Football Club. That's it. And on the same note, I guess, now back to the negative. Pal Pepper last week, you've seen the footage of him absolutely smacking was it mark Keane? is that his name yeah the crows player um i just hate this bullshit i this is one of the things i fucking hate about afl that this is like it's such a dickhead move like it's not Mm. brave you're not tough it's a cheap shot yeah and i just i think they need to stamp this shit out of the game oh 100 percent um Fair play to Pal, like Pepper for one and have a crack at Mark Keane. I would not not be having a crack at that big Irishman. Um, <laughs> but, but you would if you got someone else older than him and you can fucking get a free shot. Like, yeah. again, cowardly. Um, I, yeah, and it's disappointing for me because I actually like the way Pal Pepper goes about his footy. Like, he's usually very tough but fair. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Which is why this is so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 crap. Like you said, it's got to be stamped out of the game. It's just, <sighs> it angers me how people like are willing and and can't consciously like think before they do that. How dangerous that is. But that's what I mean. They can, like. I know well, you yeah, make oh, sorry. second decisions, but yeah. you can choose not to do that. You're right. You're right. They can. Um, it's disappointing that they don't. Mm. And it's it's like, yeah, the whole thing's like, oh, this is tough. Like, if I hit him. But, exactly, yeah. Like you said, it's the complete opposite. It's bollocks. It's, it's such a toxic thing in, in AFL that I've noticed that I, I really hate. It's like, oh, I'm this big, tough guy because I hit that bloke in the head and... It's rubbish. Yeah. Absolute rubbish. I Yeah, absolutely. If you ever need to feel like you need to hurt someone, I think that just shows a massive weakness in yourself. But anyway. Yeah. But also, um, it's not like AFL's a, a weak sport. You can hurt someone fairly. Mm. Like, if you want to, there's plenty of opportunities to lay a big tackle on someone that doesn't involve a cheap shot to the head. And yeah, again, you- it, it comes after the brace or stuff. So I think it's just frustrating. Yeah, and like AFL players put their bodies on the line every game, like yeah. because of the the way the sport is. Like it is a physically demanding, challenging sport. Like mm. you are, you should be, you should be comfortable with how tough you are just in that. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, it's it's obviously other things uh, involve you know competitiveness and stuff. But again, it's just a a miss uh, a misuse of. Oh, no, sorry, that's the wrong word. It's not correctly managing your emotions well. Yeah, agreed, man. What's uh, what else have we got? Um, On to the fun stuff, mate. Our ladder predictions and player predictions. Which one do you want to get into first? Let's get into ladder predictions. Right, how do we do this? Do you want to go first? Yeah, well, we'll do it similar to how we did it for the NBA, I guess. Um, Obviously or do you want to go one for one as we make our way down the table? Yeah, okay. Yeah? All right, we can do it one for ones. Uh, go on, then you kick us off. Are you starting at the bottom or the top? I'm going to... Should we start at the bottom? Yeah, go on. It'll build yes. a bit more anticipation. Top eight. Um, all right. My, uh, don't know My about... <laughs> <laughs> don't know about these ones. I think they were quite lucky to to get in the top four last year. Um, mm. But I love them. They're my like second favourite team. I just Ooh. think they're not they're not quite there yet. But mm-hmm. um that's Carlton. Don't think they made the top four last year. The Blues. Yeah they did, didn't they? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> Good start. Yeah. I don't know where they finished but it wasn't top four. I think they were sixth. Uh, yeah, because we played remember. Saints, and I think we were. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, uh, they might be yeah. fifth. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, well, they didn't make it last year. They won't make it this year. Yeah, fair. So yeah, another one you've got kind of dropping off. Yeah, a little bit. Um, tough to f- pick. They're tough yeah. to pick, Cowan. They'll be there or thereabouts, but yeah, I don't see them making top four. But I think they squeeze in the eight. If they can continue their momentum that they built up towards the back end of last year, 
they'll be very solid. But it's yeah. where they can because they're a bit Spursy like that, aren't they? They are. This and they're sort of like it's just weird. They they're just a real battlers. Hey, it's like always win games that you don't think they should win. Yeah, like, they've got to really establish a presence. Like they're the team to beat. And they, they haven't really done that yet. But again, they're still a building team. So um, yeah. I think finals is like a great outcome for them again. I think their fans would take that too. Yeah, 100%. Well, that was the first time they made finals for a long time last year. So mm. yeah. Uh, my number eight, I've got Sydney. Sydney at number Sons. eight. Yeah, fair. I think very organized side with a very solid game plan. So they're always tough to beat, but... I don't think they'll set the world alight, so I think number eight's enough for, for them. Yeah, well, I've got them at seven, so... Yeah, right. Yeah. Similar story for you? Uh, yeah, I, I quite like this one, so I think the way they play is fucking exciting. Um, They're hard to beat. Very hard to beat. They're just full of energy, like young, quick players. Mm. Um. Golden, Warner, Blakey. Oh, I just love the way these players play. Um, yeah. And yeah, another year into them, I think, yeah, does them justice. And yeah. I don't know if forward and midfield for me is where they start to struggle, but we haven't seen the best of Isaac Heaney for a little while, which he could be a real turning point if he finds his form. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see um, how they go post-Buddy era. Yeah, I'd, um, I think that harmed them at times last year. The narrative was a lot around Buddy and not so much on the way they were playing. So I think that should be better without him. Yeah, it'll be good to see that Amadi step up um, as that their key forward. And that um, Logan McDonald name? as yeah, well. Yeah, McDonald. He really showed signs last year. So Yeah, yeah if, if I love Papley can... as well. He's a little dynamo. Oh, Pat, yeah, Papley's a star. But yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I think they'll have a real solid year. Yeah, just not the best team in Sydney, for, unfortunately <laughs> for them. All right, well, you got seven. Seven, I've got Saints. I've yeah, got okay. Saints, so a bit higher than you. Not crazy. I yep. wanted to put them higher because I do think I hate them and I hate watching them. I think Ross Lyons, uh, a very good coach, but just too old school like it's not fun to watch but they're yeah. super organized yeah it works it they works. just break teams down so i think they're they're generally hard to beat very hard to beat in fact um yeah they can work teams out and that will be yeah in their favor so i've got them at number seven nice number six and i think they win the premiership from here that's really close. that's a big call go you crowies Turn that six upside down, mate, and you've got where they're going to land. <laughs> Premiership favourites, I think, actually. Um, no, so I, is this I, a bias, do you think? Is this your bias coming out? I, uh, potentially, but I tried to be as neutral as possible. Um, last year, obviously, very unlucky not to make the eight. Um, I think. I think last year... The games that we should have won, I think we'll rectify that this year. Um, you mm -hmm. know, I think we had the most uh, close losses last year um, within the smallest margins against really good teams. Um, and if we can fix our travelling woes, um, 
which the AFL have been so kind to help us with this year anyway, with a favourable fixture based on how you always f- do though. Fucked you, us last year. No, no you get nah. a lot of home games compared to no, other no, teams. No, no, I'm no, not no. having that. No, 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 uh, untrue. Um, but yeah, I think I think that will help us um, having that favourable fixture. And yeah, I think potentially not being biased, the most exciting team to watch. Um, the way we play is, is, is really, really fun. Um, very leaky at the back, we will be. Um, lots of injury concerns down back, lots of young players. But, yeah, it will be interesting to see how Daniel Curtin goes. I think that is, yeah, very, very, very smart by us. We needed that key. I think he slots in straight away. So Yeah. Um, I think there will be a lot of pressure on him, though. Um, but, yeah, uh, Crows... Kick a hundred plus a game might leak, <laughs> might leak ninety to a hundred too. So if we outscore you, we win obviously, but it'll be trying to trying to drain points going the other way. But does yeah. does Tex have as good a year this Common year? Common medal, You reckon? Early cut? <laughs> nah, I don't know. Uh, that's a big call, but I don't know. He looks he looks fucking fit. He looks looks like he's up for it. I think he'll. Yeah, he shouldn't. There shouldn't be any reason why he can't have another big year. So, he had a very good year last year. Hard yeah. to repeat that, but yeah, all right. You got Crowley six. Yeah, six. I've got Cowan. Yep. I think they will build on what they did last year, but I think they're still gonna have those games where they don't quite cut it, especially against the good sides. I think they lose a few of those, but generally a good year for them. Number six. Yeah. I think they'll take that as well. Nice. Don't know if Mackay and Kerno get more of a partnership going, but if they do, it's going to be dangerous. Yeah, I hope Mackay's got more of a partnership with his fucking foot and the ball. <laughs> yeah, he struggles with that, doesn't he? He does. He does the old drop bunt, but uh, <laughs> great on the snap. Um, all right, five. I've got... Can you hear it, mate? I know it. I knew you were going to get it. a big sound. <laughs> I've gone five as well, so we'll oh, have two you. birds, one stone. Yeah, look, fucking one of the yeah best teams to watch for me last year. I genuinely loved watching them play. We went and saw them play the final together against Saints at the G. That was, mm-hmm. yeah, very well coached team. Um, Kingsley's come in, done really well. Um, and I think, uh, well, they were where they deserve to be last year in the finals. Um, so it's good to see them back in the eight. Um, yeah, and I think they improve again this year. Could I think they could be a chance to make the top four. Um, yeah, I, I agree. And I think it was quite hard to not put them top four. But I think we've got enough inconsistencies that we still need to work out yeah. Um. To, that we'll lose some of those games that we shouldn't. Yeah. But overall, I think we're growing as a team, and I think fifth is a really nice platform to build on going into finals. And our brand of footy stands up in finals. It does, and I think the most important thing for me is you just you've got that buzz back, you've got your confidence back. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. And momentum few- coming into the this season, we'll have loads of momentum. Ended the last year really on a high. Narrowly lost to the 
the team that went on to win it all in Collingwood. And yeah, yeah, there was so so much negativity surrounding you guys for so long. You know, after that disappointing grand final, and like I think you have finally uh, overcome that, and it's just buzz now. And I think your players are thriving off that. So and hopefully, because we have the last couple of years, we'll travel well which is kind of the opposite of what most interstate teams do. I'll tell you where you fucking travel well, and that's Adelaide. Adelaide, Geelong. Like, we generally play well anywhere we go, so. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Go go your Giants. Up the Giants. Hopefully higher, but we both got them fifth. Who yeah. you got fourth, mate? See if we can go shot for shot. We've got the same teams remaining, so. Ready? Let's say at the same time. Three, two... two. One, One West Port Coast. Adelaide. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got the D's, so we're different there. Yeah, I got Port. I hate to say it, if it was a bias, the call would have them bottom. Um, <laughs> but they are a very good side. Um, Strengthened as well over the break. Radagalias, oh, Nah, fuck off. Radagalias sucks. Oh. He's not great, but he adds depth to their defence. Yeah, he adds depth in that he's an extra player, sure. Um, <laughs> like, uh, there's too much hype about him. I think he is one of the most overrated footballers in the game. Oh, um, look, I don't think he's good, but I think he's athletic and a good mark. He's not a good mark, though. I hate when people say that. He is. There's so many clangers he has. He contests <laughs> well. He has a crack. I'll give him that. I love that word, clangers. Yeah. Oh. It used to be a TV show in England, clangers. He'd be the star of it. <laughs> they look like penises, the characters. Yeah, look, I'm not about him. Don't get, could be a very great person, not not you know, not uh, having a crack at him as a, as a as a human being, but as a footballer, I'm not about it. Mm. Um, but um, I agree that they have been strengthened. I think Zerk Thatcher comes in will be very very important. Um, I think even Soldo will be very important mm. and potentially Sweet. I think Sweet didn't get much opportunity at Bulldogs, but I think he's a good player. Very good in the VFL by all yeah. accounts. So yeah, yeah. They've now got quite a bit of depth there. And that is it Vicentini as well? Vicentini, the younger yeah. Lad. Who have another crack at it. Um, and they yeah. didn't lose Lysette, did they? He stuck around? Nah, Lysette retired. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. There you so go. He, he won't be there. See him in. Um, but look, they've got... Lots of um, lots of rock options um, now. Um, yeah, I think last year was a bit of a weird year for them. Um, obviously, the way they started, but they showed, you know, that they're capable. Got into the, they made top four, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah so they got they into did. top four. Um, yeah, great young list. Um, Rosie and Butters, fucking unbelievable players. I wish they were at yeah. Crows. Um, great midfield really if they can midfield. get more out of Wines who dropped off a lot last year um, yeah, not I in the leadership group this year so maybe a little bit less responsibility see yeah, more out of him could help could help he's been pretty disappointing last couple of years um, last year for Boak we'll see he's a machine that guy um, similar and, uh, to myself mate he's very versatile I think he'll play you know a less demanding role um but he's a leader, so I think uh, that is more important than anything for, for that club right now. Yeah. Um, uh, and I wanted to mention 
Jason Francis, I think he's going to have a massive year. He's going to have an ice bath. <laughs> or not. Or not. Um, so, yeah, Port, Port 4. Will and there be any booing of the horn back in uh, Melbourne? Yeah, I still Not don't booing get, last year. Still don't get that. Oh, I, it's because he was a big baby about going back to Adelaide. It's just an hour's flight. I understand if North Melbourne want to boo him, but I don't like why are other clubs booing him. Like, it's just weird. Because he left after a year, he threw the towel there, mate. I completely agree with it personally. I like fuck kangaroos. I would have done the same. <laughs> I would absolutely would have done the same. I am Team JHF. Yeah. Well, on that note, I've got the D's fourth. Um, yeah. Very good team. Very hard to beat. I don't think they've quite got the forward line to finish much higher than that. I think, again, midfield, unreal, defensively, very good. Played a little bit of the long bomb style last year, which, I don't know, did not suit them. Mm. Lacking a really key forward, which they didn't go and recruit. I like the addition of Shane McAdam. I think that's a very solid forward to get. But it's not key enough forward um, yeah, for what they need. Yeah, probably not the four they need, hey. But if you put like a proper key forward in that team, I think they could win it. But I yeah. don't think they've got enough without that. We'll see if they put Petty up there again. He um had some success playing there. Mm. I think Petrarca's in for another very good year as well. Love watching yeah. him play and, and then Cook on Instagram. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> and Cook on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Last he's <laughs> cooking, don't he? Um, speaking of cooking... Uh, Clayton Oliver, um, <laughs> when he's not cooking, he's Walter White. He's, he's a good footballer, um, <laughs> or or that traction at the trade trade period where he could have come to Adelaide. I was very excited about that, but um, it's a weird that... one with him. I don't really get what's happened in the last few years, and I guess it's probably down to to mental health and stuff, which is hard to understand at times. Yeah, by all reports, he's he's uh, a, a controversial character. Uh, doesn't 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 behave the way I think a professional club expects him to behave. And um, but yeah, I think he's an unbelievable footballer, and hopefully he can find a way to um to work on his mental health and. Uh, yeah, when he's playing, they they fly. So, Viney had a great year in his absence last year. So probably more of the same, which is not a bad thing for Melbourne. Yeah, well, I got Melbourne third. So yeah, I, I've I got agreed. Port third. So we've just yeah. flip flopped again. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if Melbourne fell out of that four though, because I think the big thing you mentioned that is their sort of key forward stocks. Um, I think that could play a a big big role it's just when you look at them and look down the ladder at the teams you've got who is going to be as consistent as they are yeah like melbourne are going to win most games yeah yeah they're and they're a very very organized outfit well coached like got a lot of experience and that's that's probably why i see them yeah finishing that top four yeah yeah and three i've got poor so yeah, same story. I think they're really good. Another one make sort of the Adelaide cricket ground a, a fortress. Yeah. And just very good. Uh, hold a really good style of play. Great midfield. Got stronger over the, the summer. So, yeah, I can't see him dropping off too much. But 
Interesting. We've both got number two and one yeah, as the same two and team. One. So, so it has to be has to be Collingwood or Brisbane. Who have you got as number two? You want me to go first, eight? Let's say it at the same time. Say tight. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Collingwood. Breakfast. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, nah, Collingwood. You I both, got them we both yeah. got Collingwood. So we both think Brisbane are going to win it. Well, 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 the minor premiership. Minor premiership, yep. yeah. Yeah, I... Um, well, look, either I think either or is interchangeable. I think really it depends with how well Brisbane travel. I think they win close to all their games at home. I don't see anyone beating them at home. No, and they've started to travel well to other grounds as well. And obviously put up a really good fight at the G grand final. Yeah, I think unlucky to not win it, to be honest. Very good grand final. Um, and I believe they only play two games at the G, which if that is their Achilles, you can afford to lose two games. 100%. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm very impressed by Brisbane and they're only getting more experience. Um, yeah. I, I think I think that um, grand final loss will really motivate them this year. Yeah, they, they're such a well-oiled outfit. And again, you look at their team, they have not got many sort of areas where you go, that's pretty average. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're pretty stacked. They're stacked. Fair. And then you've got Ashcroft coming in probably mid-year. Yeah. After his injury, he comes in like a fresh player. Yeah. Do they, is he fit for round one or will he be a few uh, months off? I think, I think he's, yeah, a month or so off. Yeah. But we'll slot it straight in. Dunkley, I think, is going to have a bigger year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very good side. And I actually thought I could have put Collingwood lower than this. I think they're going to slide a touch. You reckon? Yeah. I think McStay was a bit more important to their structural like system than people gave him credit for. Mm, Obviously okay. won it without him. But, yeah. I don't know. I think I think teams will start to figure them out a little. Not enough to really do much damage to them this year. But, yeah. I think that style of play will get figured out at some point. Whereas Brisbane, I think, is nigh on impossible to beat him, especially at home. Yeah, just that that counter-attack is so deadly. Plenty of teams took the pies to the wire in games last year. Adelaide did it. Yeah. Not many teams do that to Brisbane. Yeah, and that's where I think Brisbane are top because... They look less beatable than Collingwood. Yep. Collingwood, don't get me wrong, are unbelievable. And like when they when they're hot, they're hot. Yeah. You know, not not many teams can beat them. And they have the game style to beat anyone. Yeah. But Brisbane just I think more of that just well structured, like yeah. They play higher percentage stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. They they play they play that brand that's harder to break down and then you know, when you lose it against them, they fucking they're so quick on the counter. Like it's yeah. like, make a mistake, we will punish you. And there's not a player in their team that they rely on. I don't think. Nah, very, very, yeah, very team team orientated side, which Collingwood would like to. But yeah. um, yeah, I think the home factor for Brisbane will will get them that minor premiership. Fair. All right, fucking hell, that was a big one. 
into our player predictions then, Carmen. You've you've told us who's gonna win the flag. Can't believe you picked Giants if you've only just tuned in. That's what I did. <laughs> um but player predictions. Let's start with uh let's start with a Coleman. Coleman. Ooh, Which uh, if you're not familiar, Coleman kicks the most goals in the goals. is it just the regular season, yeah? Not Yeah, final. just yeah, just regular season. Uh, it's going to be hard for Kerno not to win it again. He's mm. just a dominant forward, but Beast. as a roughie, and based on the way your boys played last year, I think Jesse Hogan could be a shout for it this year. I think that's a terrible call. You reckon? Yeah, I think that's awful. <laughs> well, <laughs> I won't falter and I'll keep it. There you go. So you got Jesse Hogan. Yeah, I think Jesse Hogan. Yeah, look, it's a bit rough, but you know, I want to make a rougher call. Yeah, fair. Uh, and mine's semi rough too. I've got Nick Larky. Get fucked. I think he finished third or fourth last year, and I think North are going to have a better year. That bloke just scores goals. He does. He's quite greedy, it's and he's a quite a nice kick. He just floats it through rather than belts the leather off it the big suv so yeah like him nick lark he seems like quite a funny character off the field too so want the best for him okay yeah uh, interesting but it's also who else takes goals off him in that forward line not many yeah no nah, and that's that's why he kicks so many and that's like oscar allen as well it's yeah seem like in the yeah. hunt for coleman um yeah, no, I don't. I don't completely disagree. I just don't see kangaroos winning enough games for. That I, and that's that's the bit. I think that's what holds him back. I think he'd actually be quite comfortable winner if he played at a good team. Like if he played for Melbourne, like we're talking about key forwards. Yeah. Gee whiz. No, you're right. I agree, but not enough because I like <laughs> Jesse Hogan. So. <laughs> Go on, who you got? Rising star, the young lad who's gonna be a starlet, one for the future. Oh, I I know you've got as well. Nah, I I didn't. I wanted to. I wanted <laughs> to go Dan Curtin. <laughs> I didn't go him because I thought you'd go him. Yeah, I wanted to go him. I think he'll be very close, but I think Harley Reid's too good. Yeah, I think he comes in and just obliterates the, the well, not the yeah. Not the competition, but I think he will just stand out so much in the West Coast midfield. I don't think they've got a good enough midfield, um, uh, yeah, to, to be too to um, overshadow him. So yeah, you've read the script well there, mate. I think the AFL will try and give it him. He won't pull a Jason on Francis and go, "Oh, I want to leave." Yeah. Too far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I suppose. Do you feel? Do you think that? That he's he's acting the way he is because of the criticism Horn Francis cop. Like potentially do you think deep down he's like fuck being here. Potentially, yeah. But I think he's also probably got a bit of ego. Where he's like, I am the man here. Yeah, okay. There's other teams he could have gone to. Even North, it's like she's a one last year and stuff like. Mm. Few more characters. To be fair, he does seem pretty easy going. Like, he does. He seems just happy to be playing footy. Yeah. And I think I would have gone in for Ryan Star, but I didn't. 
because I think he's going to get an injury, which I don't want to wish on anyone, but I think he's the sort of dude, the way he plays, <laughs> very in and under, great podcast. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to miss some games. I don't think he's going to get a big injury. I think he's going to miss some games through injury, though, because he's a tough, in and around the footy sort of character. Fair enough, mate. That's, so, yeah, fucking Mystic Meg reckons a player, Mystic Mace, playing a brutal fucking game might get injured. <laughs> Unreal. Good stuff. Um, I've got Riley Sanders from the Bulldogs. Uh, you mentioned them having a dip in form. I think he comes in and he, yeah, shows a lot of talent in a sort of struggling side. So, yeah, heard a lot of good things come out of preseason about old Riley. His dad's the colonel. So, very good bloke, signs for him. Bloke plays with a fucking bulletproof vest as well, apparently. No injuries for him. <laughs> There's going to be no injuries <laughs> for young Riley. Fucking made out of rubber. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think he'll play a lot of time, probably roll through the midfield at Bulldogs and look really classy there. Yeah, cool. All right, yeah, no, I think he's going to be very, very exciting. The big one, mate. Big one, the the brown low. The slam dunk competition of the AFL, if I will say. Bit of an anti-climax for me. Nah, I like, I like the brown low. Lockie Neal, like the best player did not win it. And that's my anger towards it. Rarely the best player wins. But that's what I mean. That's, yeah. It's not an MVP, it's a... It's, it is still, I think it's very outdated that the umpires The umpires vote, yeah. Yeah. The think, coach's award is probably the one you want to win as a player, right? If the opposing coaches all come together and say, you're the best player. Yeah. I think that's what the MVP is. Is it? Yeah, okay. I think so. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see something different. Like, I don't know, maybe they have like a buttons like spread out and like a dog goes and like whatever <laughs> button he presses on, that player wins it. Something <laughs> fun like that. Do you think... The umpire should be able to see the stats. I know there's a lot of talk around Brown that night on that, but maybe yeah, it was like there's a few, few three voters out there that were like, "How the fuck that play get it with like ten touches?" Like, not that it's all about the stats, and it's it's kind of good that they don't. But there's times I don't know some of that stuff you may miss. It's a big field. Well, and just because like you've got a pretty intense and highly like a job with a lot of responsibility like yeah. you have to worry about so much as an umpire surely you're not taking in how good someone's playing as well mm. i don't know it's yeah it's always been interesting but um yeah lucky neil's a champion anyway so oh yeah i like him and i think he's a, a worthy winner but i don't think like for me it's not that big an award like yeah. as much as made out of it yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, again, it's an award anyway. I don't know what they really mean anyway. So yeah, but sometimes they're fun to talk about, um, which got? is why we're here. And I have, I put, I think, I think uh, Butters and Golden are going to be very good this year. I think yep. they're going to push for Brownlow medals. I think Butters was very stiff not to win it last year. To be fair. It's hard. I think Rosie takes, and Horn Francis probably takes votes off him. Yeah, true. 
Well, yeah, Rosie took a few off him last year. Um, Golden had a surge. He nearly fucking won it last year. Because Golden, who takes him off him? Yeah, no, nah, he's an absolute star. Probably um, not too many people, right? Yeah, Warner, maybe. Real standout at Swans. Um, but I've gone, and you're going to say it's bias, but I think we're going to have a better year. And because of that, I think Dawson is a real, real chance. Again, though, I think players take votes off him in that I don't think they do, though. I think... Tex. I think Laird does. I don't think... Tex doesn't take many. I think Dawson, if he plays midfield, which he will, I think he's, yeah, dominant. Mm. I think Dawson's a great player, so I wouldn't be disappointed if he won it. If he has a similar year to last year, he's definitely a shout. Yeah, and if if we win more games, if we get... We make the eight... I think it just helps him um, get more votes. So, yeah, that's my shout. Yeah, fair. Bit bit of a roughie, I suppose. Um, mine's you, probably you know. the favourite. It's Nick Dacos. Yeah. I think he was probably robbed due to his injury, which I'm calling it now. He's not going to have a big injury this year. Wow. <laughs> uh, mate, you are <laughs> fucking... You're a physio. <laughs> But no, I think Nick Dacos is a, an umpire's favourite and he is going to always see enough of the ball to to just be in the umpire's faces and get votes. I wish he did win it last year. Like, a second-year player winning with Brown, like, that's fucking unreal. He deserved um, to, to be fair to him. No, he did. He did. And if he um, hadn't got injured, he would have. There's no way he wouldn't have polled another vote or two. Yeah, 100%. Well, he came second, didn't he, or third? Can't remember now, but yeah. he was right in the mix. Yeah. Um, nah, fair shout, fair shout. Um, well, that's it then, hey? Yeah, that's uh, it. We'll post the predictions. I'll add a predictions and and predictions on Insta and stuff like that. And let's see what everyone thinks, whether it's total bollocks that we've done or whether they agree. We'll uh, we'll post our um, we'll post our bottom ten as well, just so you. We did that, but yeah, we we didn't have time to put it on the episode, so um, you'll see our bottom ten as well. Yeah, we've done the full full shebang. Nice. Let's um, yeah, can't wait seven days. Um, <laughs> while we wait, while you wait in those seven days, you can listen to our next segment, which is song of the week. Song of the week. I actually forgot about that segment. So nice one, man. Just well, check the old playlist now. What you got, mate? You kick us off. I'll kick us off because oh, I am ready and I'm prepared. Um, I don't know. Where, actually, I want to look at where this band's from because they've got like they've got a weird name, which sounds German, but I don't think it is German because <laughs> it's a play on words. They're called Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Yeah, like but spelt with a V. <laughs> um, and the song is called Ash in the Sun. Um, they're American indie rock band from Boston. Cool. Um, but yeah, the song's called Ash in the Sun. It, I heard it for the first time two weeks ago. I've played it every day since. It's fucking, yeah, I really like it. What kind of genre are we talking? Like rock, indie. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a really cool number. Um, I think you'll like it. 
Um, Thanks, man. Hope, hope the listeners like it. Wunderbar. That is wunderbar. Wunderbar. Um, I've gone, I think they're American too. They're called Joiner, and the song is called Lucky You, and it is about you being able to host this podcast with me. <laughs> Joiner. <laughs> Very hooky chorus on this one, which is the reason I've I've got it as my song of the week. It hooked me in, um, as it should, as a good chorus does. Nice one, man. All right, I'll, we'll add them and, uh, yeah, get stuck into the playlist. It's growing, and it's bloody good. Uh, that band, only 500 followers on Instagram, so I've really discovered an unearthed gem wow. there. Wow. What, this joiner band you're talking mm. about? Yep. Yeah, right. Give them a oh. follow. Let's see if our followers can get that up to like a 510. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'd be surprised if it gets 510. I was thinking 501, 502. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm excited to listen to them. All right, mate. You know what it's time for? It's Rankin's time. It's Rankin. It's Rankin time. It's EPL. <laughs> Back to EPL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Isaac rankings. What do we? Do? I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it, but I think it's very important. Obviously, Footy's going to be back, so you're about to hear a lot of what we're going to talk about, and it is colloquial sports sayings yeah like change room colloquialisms or yeah yeah i don't know but things yeah things you hear in a sport team really yeah or on the sidelines or at a game um but is it like team focus because we could very well do another one that you hear from like supporters mine are generally like changing room players and coaches players and coaches um during the game yeah so it's yeah, it's a very loose one. Again, I think this is more of, less of a rankings and more of just a funny just discussion point. Get them out there, yeah. Um, and uh, I guess mine are probably going to be a lot more soccer related because I've never played AFL, of course. Even though yeah. I dominate, um. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I haven't played soccer for so long, so I kind of forgot those ones anyway. So mine are mine are very footy, footy centric. Yep, I just. I've only got a few and I'm just, I'm annoyed because I'll think of so many more later. Yeah, it's going to be another one of those that's frustrating to listen back to, I think. Yeah, but anyway, go on. How many you got? Oh, fucking a few. I th- it's going to be funny because I wonder if some of these, uh, like I said, they're more football related, soccer related, but I wonder if they'll be very similar or even the same thing is said in an yeah. AFL change room, which you'll we be won't... able to tell us, mate. Well, yeah, I, very, I think it's very subjective as well. I think like at different clubs, like having different experiences, different coaches and players, there'll be different ones. So please, if, if there's any that you have heard that uh, we missed, uh, send us a message. We'd, we'd There'd be some blinders out there as well, yeah, just some great one-liners. Um, All right, kick us off. All right, I'm going to start with... It's a game of two of, <laughs> and it's something you hear a lot in the changing room. Yeah, Usually when you've been absolutely battered in the first <laughs> half, it gets to half time and someone goes, it's a game of two halves, lads. Don't worry about it. We'll get them in the second half. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. And I think you can translate that into footy game of four quarters. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. So uh, that's a funny one from me. You've definitely heard that come out of someone's mouth. 
hundred percent. This one I've got. Um, you hear this a lot during preseason um, when you're you're running and doing training drills and stuff, and coaches like, "No one else is doing this, lads." <laughs> <laughs> As like a motivation, like yeah, you're putting in the work. In. And it is that you've heard it at every preseason. Every so everyone's pre-season. doing it. Yeah, in every fact. team I've been at have done it. So it's like, nah, I'm pretty sure there's other teams running and training. But thanks, oh. thanks to the pump up, mate. Let the coaches have it. I think that's very good. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Um, what else have I got? Uh, I think this is a footy one actually. Get your head over the ball. <laughs> Yeah, is it? Is yeah, that one of the foot? I know people say it in in football as well because it's like keep the ball down. Yeah, it's more like put your bloody head over the footy. <laughs> yeah, like that. What yeah. does that even mean? Well, it's like if someone's being weak and pulling out, oh, like okay. and not not wanting to get the footy. Okay, right. So it's like a like toughen up, mate, and put your head over the footy. Get oh, dirty. We love it. Yeah. So you would have never heard that. Never. No, I mean, no, I've heard it lots because I don't put my head over the footy. <laughs> I was trying to pump you up there, mate. <laughs> Thanks. No, but let's be realistic. Um, all right, mine is... I fucking hate this one. I hear it at every club. Immediately when I hear it, I almost leave. Um, and it's the boys. We play hard on the field, but we play hard off it too. <laughs> And that playing out of it means having one or two beers in the change room after an unsuccessful game. Yeah, oh, it's oh, yeah. So many, so many things I dislike about sporting culture. Like I get it, like it's a community thing, but like it's just such a trite saying. Right, it's just like that doesn't motivate me. Maybe that motivates other people, but it's like yeah, it's just a weird one. I yeah, all the time. That's it. I suppose it Im- implies some camaraderie off the pitch that they're trying to instill into the culture at teams, but it usually does not come across that way. Yeah, and like the playing hard off the field usually translates to some pretty like gross behaviour. But you're so. a muppet, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's the next one? What have I got? I've got the game's not played on paper, lads. <laughs> Usually, when you're about to play a team that are very good and you go, they're very good on paper, and someone goes, a game ain't played on paper, though, is it? Yeah. (laughs) Which is absolutely correct, but usually they're very good on grass. Yeah, it's like, how else do we, like, not tell our team that we don't have a chance today? (laughs) Yeah. This team we're playing are really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to lose. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I love that one. It's not played on paper, lad. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, I've got, it's sort of similar to the last one, but it's like, boys, we play well today and we'll be sinking winner's piss at the end. <laughs> <laughs> when you played in Melbourne and we used to go watch you, the amount that was heard for a team that won two games all year... Oh, was criminal. It's it's just weird that that's like the motivator. Like win the game, boys, and what you've got to think about at the end is a, is a winners piss is a beer. Yeah, like, it's a, just a strange cultural thing. But I just love how it's called winners piss. 
Second win is piss. You know what, though, in saying that, a beer after a win, I'm not a massive beer drinker, but it does taste better. After a win? Yeah. Like, in the change room, straight after you come off the pitch, I don't know why that genuinely... I guess because you're just feeling good. Uh, I don't know. I guess it depends who you are. I've always been a... Uh, uh... A drinker to to drown my sorrows, mate. So beers always <laughs> taste better when you're sad. Um, Sinking yeah. winners piss tonight, lads. You know what? Beer tastes better when you're not pressured to drink it, like for some flog reason. So, <laughs> oh yeah, look, it's a consensual beer. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So, what's yours next one? Um, I've got one, and it is. They don't want it. Oh, mate, that's my next one. <laughs> Usually said about a team that absolutely do want it just as much as you. But oh, you, it's, I guess oh, it's, it's after a, a tackle has been laid or, or something's happened, a contest, and then they pull out just a touch and someone goes, oh, they don't want it, man. We want it more than them. <laughs> Yeah, I love that one. I usually like get that with the like, again, with the really like you're coming up a really good team and your coach doesn't know how to motivate you because most of the boys are realistic and like, yeah, we're going to get fucked today. And then he'll come in and be like, boys, I've seen them do the warm up. And I'll tell you what, (laughs) I'll tell you what, they think they're just going to walk in and steamroll us. They don't want this, boys. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know what's coming. That's a good one. The amount of times I've heard that and I've felt like, fuck, I don't really want it today, to be honest. I can't remember the last time I've wanted it. <laughs> I should not be talking about this while I'm currently playing footy if, <laughs> if my coach or teammates hear this. Uh, like, oh, I just, funny. yeah, I just want to play. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what is there to want? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, what's, what's your next one? You not got one to add in? Or is that, that was your next one? Oh, yeah, no, nah, I don't, I don't have any more actually. Oh, really? You'll yeah. like mine then. What the, my next one ties into that one. And this is up there with the most demoralizing you can, thing you can hear as a player. <laughs> it's when someone goes, he doesn't want it or, <laughs> or let him have it as in like, let him have the ball in football and that is demoralizing because they're that basically is. going you're the shittest player out there so you can have it let him have yeah, it he's useless yeah. he's on yeah. our side nah that that is the worst that's like when um fucking what's his name uh like big centers in in nba <laughs> when they're like at the three-point line and yeah. no one guards them like, just let him have it there let him have it ben simmons oh. that's it yeah and yeah, usually yeah, it spurs you on, but then usually that player doesn't have the skill set to do anything. So. But that's the thing. Like, it's, it's really smart because you play into their hands because they tell you that. You're like, oh, I'm going to show them. Yeah. And you just bite the bait and you're like, yeah, fuck, I'm not good enough. <laughs> Shank one out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's a good one. Um, that reminds me of one, actually, like as, as a slur. This is probably, I don't know if it's related, but... Um, fun to talk about anyway it's probably the the best slur i've ever received playing footy like you get lots of ones mainly like you're really tall and stuff like that you gangly cunt (laughs) um (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, usually like uh, f- people trying to be offensive. Anyway, they don't usually work for me. But this one fucking caught me off guard. This was great. <laughs> I was taking a set shot. Um, and like I said, usually get slurred and stuff. But this guy just, as I was walking in, the, like last second before I kicked these, like, far out. You've got nice legs. <laughs> 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 and it just threw me. Absolutely that is a good thing. Get in someone's head the opposite way. Yeah, like I just wasn't expecting that because uh, yeah, there's like other players that were saying the other side, "Oh, you're shit, mate. Oh, you can't kick this." Blah blah blah. And then yeah, because I, I just heard that so clearly. Like the last thing, he's like, "Fire out! You've got nice legs." <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was just like baffled. That's and, like, that's so far. That's like, over. Done that with like a, an opposition player in football, like say the right backs having a mare for the other team, and you yeah. you just like at a throw in or a corner, mate. Don't listen, to that, mate. You are having a blinder today, <laughs> like genuinely. Can we sign you and just get in there and make them think like they're playing really well? That that's almost more cruel. It's cruel because then yeah. they they do kind of look at you. And they don't want to acknowledge it, but they go, "You're fucking right. You're spot on, there, mate. I'm having a blinder today." And then they get more confident and <laughs> yeah. just want the ball more. And, and get subbed yeah. pretty quickly. Plays in the ends, yeah. Um, did I say we're all over him here? Did I do that one already? Nah, nah. Oh, that's a good one. one too. Usually when you're not all over him at all and they're dominated, yeah. And you go, yeah, we're, we're all over him, lads. It's only 2 now. We've got him here, boys. Um, oh, there's, this is a big one. Tempo! Tempo! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mozart. <laughs> Tempo footy. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I've heard that a bit in the studio, to be fair. What's, oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, when you play, when you play out of tempo. Like, <laughs> Playing <hear>. double time. <laughs> Fucking tempo, lads. Um, oh. I've got two more, right? So, Go on. The first one, this one I actually like, but it's funny, really, because it's impossible, I think. He's run his socks off. <laughs> Obviously, someone's worked really hard during the game, and the coach goes, he's run his socks off today, lads, or he'd run through brick walls for us, that bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a compliment. It's very endearing, I think, to run your socks off. Um, yeah, and also unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah, impossible, I would say. Maybe we'll try that. Run your socks off. Um, I'd never heard that as well, just quietly. Always leave a bit out there. Um, And the last one, which I think this one's very funny. It's a good time to score. There's never a bad time to score a goal. (laughs) Nobody ever doesn't want to score a goal at a certain time. It's a good time to score that. Yeah, very true. It's always a good time to score, just a heads up. Especially in football, it's quite a low-scoring game. I don't know if the same thing would be thrown around in AFL as much, but it's never a bad time to score a goal. Yeah, no, I agree. What about the old, uh, leave it all out on the field, boys? Yeah, yeah. Again, don't know if I've ever left it all out there on the field. Nah, Len, why would you? (laughs) You've got a whole life to live outside of that 90 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, I think ridiculous. this is a sign why maybe we've not made it, but yeah. Yeah. Amongst I mean, other very like, yeah. important reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my gangliness. Just add it to the list. All right. Um, yeah. 
I I probably will think of so many more during the week. But, oh, um, there'll be some great ones sent into us, I reckon. If uh, yeah, please send send the ones that we've missed, and we'll we'll upload them to the gram. Um, and that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, in mentioning that, give us if you haven't yet, give us a follow on in and under on Instagram. Send us an email on at in and under at outlook.com. Um, There's not two ats in it, it's just in and under at yeah, outlook.com. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, review us on Spotify, give us a five star. If you can do that on Apple, I don't know if you can. Who knows? Who knows? I did uh, leave a review on one of our episodes. I didn't know you could do that on Spotify. That's cool. Yeah, you can. Leave like a comment and say what you enjoyed or what you didn't enjoy about the, the episode. Oh, I didn't even see that. Um, clearly, it matters then if you guys leave reviews. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in again. Episode 18, we're super stoked that footy's back. Next week, we'll, we'll go through the, the, um, the games and get some tipping going. I haven't heard anyone... Not too many people interested in tipping comp, but if you're still keen on that, let me know. I'll get that sorted. Yeah. Anything else from you, Al? No, that's it. I'm busy creating my super coach team, which I like to do each season. Um, so if anyone's got some super coach tips, throw them over. Sweet. I will not be wasting my time. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll uh, see you next week. Go the Crows. If it's a game of two halves, let's hope next episode's half's better than that. (laughs) See ya. See ya.